listening to episode number five of the Orange Tree Podcast with me, Lily, and today I'm going to be talking about the benefits of college. Anybody who's listening to this podcast and knows me or has followed me on social media for, I don't know, like three or four years, you know that I I actually did go to college, which for some reason surprises a lot of people. Like, I guess I'm just not the college type, but I went to college. I went to college at 17 and I originally went for farm and ranch management, which when I tell people that they're like, you really? Are you sure? And I'm like, yeah, no, no, I did. And I ended up switching my major because I had this econ counting class. It was it was supposed to be like farm and ranch accounting or economics or ranch economics, I think is what it was, ranch econ. And the content was of this old professor who was like a PhD, got his PhD there. He was from Wyoming because I went to school in Wyoming at University of Wyoming. And his content of his class was so confusing that the TAs that he had hired for the class literally couldn't teach the content for one, because none of them had actually gone through the course, but for two, because it was a complete mixture of economics and accounting, which sound super similar, but are very not similar, especially when you get to a college level where it's very very specific so you couldn't go to economics tutors and you couldn't go to accounting tutors and really this guy was the only person who could help anybody and he was the meanest professor ever and he was like Lily you need to stop asking for help stop coming to my office hours because I was literally in this man's office hours every single week I was always taking up time with the TAs I was seeking outside tutors like from other classes people who had taken the class before and my class was half full with people who had failed the previous semester's same class. So this was a very difficult course. He was like, Lily, you're going to fail. Stop taking up time that could be used for people who aren't going to fail. And I was like, okay, my guy, rude. And so I ended up like really buckling down and I don't even know how, but I ended up passing the final with like a 98, which my grade was like, a C or a D, something bad. And I passed the final and ended up getting a B in the class. And he was like so blown away that he was like, wow, you did a really good job. I'm surprised you passed the final. And I was like, thanks, jerk. But after that, I had realized that I was supposed to take another class, a harder class with him. And I was like, there's no way I can make it through two classes with this guy. And so I ended up changing my major and then I changed it again. And I kind of ended up with this biomedical studies degree with a focus in equine science, um, which anybody who knows me now would be like, what the heck? But that's what I went to school for. And I got pretty much almost all the way there. There was a couple higher level like scientific writing classes I had to take, but I pretty much got everything that had to do with horses out of the way, which sometimes I like pop off and say like randomly extremely scientific things. And people are like, where did that come from? It's, it's really funny. Anyways, I did go to school. Um, I almost have my degree and one day I'll probably go back and I'll finish it up. But I want to talk about like the benefits of going to college because I dropped out of college because my businesses took off and they were taking too much of my time and we were, it was 2020, so we were in the middle of the pandemic and though online classes made running a business easier, 
you know, certain professors made it impossible to do anything and they were expecting us to devote. I remember one class was like, you have to devote 30 hours of your week. Otherwise, you won't pass this class. And I was like, I don't even sleep for 30 hours a week. Like, I'm not going to give you 30 hours of my valuable time. So I ended up dropping out. But that being said, I don't think, and people always tell me, they're like, oh my gosh, you're going to regret that one day. You should have gone back and got your degree. And literally, I don't regret it. And I know one day I probably will go back just to like make all the money of my student loans worth it. But there's a time and place for college and there's certain people that college is really great for and there's certain paths in life that college is really great for. And I just really want to touch on that today because so many people who are in college, I'm like, man, you shouldn't be in college. You're wasting your time and your money. And then there's certain people who didn't go to college. And I'm like, man, you should have gone to college. Like you need to learn some of the valuable tips and life lessons that college will teach you. And that kind of brings me to like my first lesson. College really makes you learn how to learn. And that's if you take it seriously. Like if you come to college just to goof around, there was so many ranch farmers sons and daughters that they literally send their kids to college just so that they can like mess around for four years before they take over the family business like it's just like their parental given party phase before they're like given the hard knocks of life really and so college for those who need it teach you learn how to learn in the aspect of if you want to get good grades, you're actually going to have to work for it. Like college isn't a breeze and it's not supposed to be like high school for me was a complete breeze. And it was a joke. Like I didn't, I think I took maybe like I finished up one AP class and that class wasn't even hard. Um, But I remember I was in like the regular American history class and all of my friends at the time were in like AP U.S. history and I was told like, Lily, you shouldn't be in this. This is like for the dumb kids. Like you need to be in the AP U.S. history class. And I was like, no, like I don't need this AP credit. I am not going to take any AP tests because when you take an AP course, usually you take a test, I think. And I was like, I just want to learn about American history in a general classroom form and it was literally such an easy class like it was painfully easy and I did learn some things but it was so freaking easy and I mean there was some classes in high school that challenged me but nothing compared to what college challenged me and for the first time ever like I really wanted to learn and so I had to take the time to actually sit down and study there was maybe like three tests in high school that I ever studied for Normally, I would just sit down and just know all the answers or know how to do things because it was so extremely easy. So in college, I had to learn how to sit down and study. I had to go to the library. I had to research things. I had to problem solve. I had to play the politics of professors because certain professors, they just don't like you or they don't agree with, you know, certain political classes. Like if you have politics that differ from the professor's opinion, they'll grade you harder. It's a complete joke but you have to learn how to play the game because literally that's what life is like if you have a question or you need to figure something out like you're going to have to take the initiative and go research it because there isn't going to be a high school teacher who's just going to tell you the answer to everything so I really think that 
if you are in college and you're in it for the right reasons, it will teach you to learn and how to learn and how to be self-sufficient in your learning so that when you are, you know, 35, you can go to trusted sources, you can answer your own questions, you can learn new things. You're not just like stuck complacent, not knowing how to learn because all of the information of the world has just been dished out to you, which I know it's easier with like Google and cell phones and like all the answers are always in your pocket, but especially right now in the U.S., it takes effort to find legitimate, honest-to-God truth, facts, research. And what baffles me to this day, so I spent three and a half years or however many years I spent in college with science. And in science, in scientific labs, whatever, you learn that you can never be sure. Like, the sun might come up, and you cannot write, the sun will come up. Like, there, the factualness of it, the, like, this is fact. Like, in science, there are no facts. There's just, like, derived hypothesis and supporting information. So it completely baffles me when people in science, like all of these people on TV and in the government, they're, like, talking about science as if it's facts. No good scientist will say anything is a fact. They'll say maybe it's close to a fact or that the likelihood is like 99.9%, but there's always room for error. And that is something I learned in college that now I apply it everywhere. Because when somebody tells me, oh, this is 100% a fact, well, it's not. And that's why I always, unaware of the disclaimers I put in my speech, like I'll be like, well, most of the time it's like this. And some of the times it's like this. And 99.9% of the time it's like this. And I talk like that because there's always room for error. There's always room for a different variable to me. And that is something that I learned from college. And that is something that, especially a lot of Americans right now, I wish knew and learned. And with that, college taught me how to look up information. Like, I don't go to the CDC for information. I go to, like, PubMed. I look at research articles. College taught me how to kind of get through the scientific jargon of a research article and figure out, like, what were the conclusions of the research? And is the control group too small? Or the numbers are too small, then maybe it's skewed, or maybe the information is just kind of biased. Like, College taught me how to research all of that, and I think that is a super valuable skill as an individual to have so you can kind of make your own judgments. You can research your own information, and it really taught me to be a free thinker because I feel empowered to go out and find my own information from sources that I trust and have trusted in the past. I don't just have to believe what people, the media, whatever is telling me. And I think this like comes up because I'm sure you can tell I'm super passionate about this, but this comes up because I watched so much false information around COVID happen. And I remember looking like anybody who knows anything about science, like can't believe this stuff. Like this is so outrageous. And people were just believing everything that they found on social media and what the government was telling them and did absolutely no research on their own. And now it's coming out that the COVID vaccine is like causing all of these major health issues. And I'm just like, yeah, if you would have known anything about science or knew how to come to your own conclusions about things, like maybe you would have been a more educated American or educated consumer. Like that's a big thing. A lot of people buy clothes from like Shein or Shein or however it's pronounced. And like most people don't know that those clothes are made by like slave workers in Thailand or Malaysia or wherever, but like they're made by like little slave children. 
And I don't know about you, but I don't want to support that. But most people have no idea because it's hidden from them and they don't know how to go out and like research brands who are fair trade or like fair to their workers. Like chocolate, like super random, but like chocolate is one of the most unethical industries because so much of that chocolate that's being made and that's being purchased by those massive companies like Nestle like the people who actually go out and collect the cocoa beans and like make the powder or whatever severely severely underpaid and there's certain brands that are like fair trade ethically sourced stuff and I'm not saying this because I want to like incite an ethical riot in my listeners but I'm just saying like knowing how to find education is such a helpful tool in becoming a competent and honestly like good member of society and I feel like college is one of the avenues that you can learn things like that and the second thing I want to talk about about going to college which is like the most obvious if you want to pursue a career in something that requires a degree go to college like go to college and be serious about it I see so many people who use college just as like a filler space to like, well, I don't really know what I want to do with my life, so I'm just going to go to college. Let me tell you, college is expensive, and that's a long like trial period of life, and that's an expensive like four years to just mess around and you are now like $150,000 in debt, if not more, that's expensive. You know what you could do with $150,000, $200,000 for four years? Go travel Europe. Go live life. Go experience life figuring out what you want to do with your life. Don't go to college to figure out your life. Go to college when you have your life figured out to some degree. If, if what you decide you want to do is a degree, go to college. Don't go to college just because the world told you so. Don't waste money on college just because the world told you so. Because you can take that money and, I mean, I I only have $15,000 in college debt because the University of Wyoming's tuition was so low. Some people I know have over, like, worth of student loans for a degree that they don't even use or they don't care about or didn't want in the first place. And I'm like, do you know what you could do with that money? In some instances, you could go buy a house with that. But you can live an incredible life trying to figure out what you want to do for the rest of your life without going to college, taking classes that you don't care in and that you're slacking off to and partying and making poor decisions while you know you're trying to figure out your life for one I think 18 is way too young to figure out what you want to do with your life permanently and I don't think anybody should be expected to go to college at 18 and spend all of that money on a degree when they don't even know who they are but the idea that we go to college to figure out what we're doing for the rest of our life like not to pursue what we're going to do for the rest of our life but literally to figure out what we're going to do for the rest of our life is mind-boggling. Who wants to waste money like that? And you don't think about it because it's student loans. You don't think about all of the money you're wasting, partying, not showing up to class, sleeping in, getting drunk all the time, maybe trying drugs. Like You don't think about it because it's not in front of you. It's not like you're watching your bank account go down. You're just watching your student loans go up, but you don't even have to watch them. You just apply every year. So what's that? It's like four times. Like four times you have to look at how much you're spending on student loans in the period of four years. Incredible to me that people wouldn't just go out 
get a loan and then travel Europe, something like that. Like that's what I would do. Shoot, if I was 17 or 18 again, I would travel around and learn about myself, learn about the world, learn about relationships, read books, figure out what makes me passionate and what fires me up inside. And then if that equals out to going and getting a degree in college, then absolutely I would do that. Like I look back now and I mean, I went to school originally for farm and ranch management, so we'll just stick with that. I would not pursue a single, like I would take lots of classes just to take them and just to learn because I love learning. But if you're like, Lily, you have to take an ag econ class, I'd be like, absolutely not. I'm not taking any class that has to do with agriculture, economics, anything like that. Absolutely not. But if you're like, okay, Lily, what class would you take? I'd be like, I would take a marketing class. I might want to take an accounting class because that is such a valuable skill. And nobody tells you how valuable of a skill accounting is. Accounting is an extremely valuable skill. I would go and learn about culture or history. I loved, I had an animal biology class that I absolutely loved. I loved learning about all different kinds of animals and the classes and the phylums. I love that. I would absolutely go and do a class like that again. I loved learning about science and like medicine and diseases. I loved diseases. Patho bio was my freaking jam, y'all, which is so funny because it absolutely grosses me out, but it was so fascinating. Like, I would take classes like that because they pique my interest, and I am so much more invested in learning something like that than if somebody, like, put a gun to my head and was like, you have to take an agriculture economics class again. I'd be like, no thank you. But I was, for like two and a half years, pursuing a degree that, I mean, what was I going to do with that? I had no plans on what I was going to do with that whatsoever. I was just wasting time. That's what so many kids do. They go to college and they just waste freaking time and they waste money. And then at the end of four years, they have a degree. And so many people I talk to in business, they're like, yeah, I've got a, I've got a degree in this, but I've never used it. Like so many people I know have psychology degrees and they're like, yeah, it was interesting, but I don't use it and I don't need it for a job I have now. Or uh, I know people with master's degrees, with PhDs who literally do not use it because later in life they found out they were extremely passionate about something else. And while I think fate is a definite thing and every experience that we have makes us into who we are. Imagine if we had prioritized taking more time to figure out who we are before we waste $250,000 pursuing a degree that we will never use that taught us nothing and we slacked off the entire time we were in college. Getting drunk, partying, and at the end of it, you're left with a bachelor's degree and like a hundred bucks in your account. And the only thing you're qualified for is an internship and you'd be lucky if it's paid. And I know all of this seems super ranty and I'm talking really fast and I'm getting really passionate, but truly somebody needs to tell you young adults, and I mean myself included, I wish somebody would have told me this while I was in high school, while I was still a freshman in college. Like I wish somebody would have told me all of these things because I was skipping my 8 a.m. general bio class that absolutely made me mad and that I hated going to. And I didn't prioritize it. And honestly, like even right now, I wouldn't prioritize it because it's not something I'm passionate about. And I understand paying dues. And I truly believe that everybody has to pay dues in life to learn patience and frustration tolerance. But there's ways to do it and that benefit you. And there's ways to do it that make no difference to you. And if they don't make any difference, like to me, very few things in life are neutral. They either take you one step forward or one step back. 
And I know for a fact that experience took me one step back. I could not tell you a single thing I learned in general biology at my 8 a.m. class because for one, I hardly ever showed up. And for two, it was a waste of my time and it wasn't taking me where I wanted to go in life whatsoever. And I'm not saying that every single class has to take you where you want to go, but everything you do needs to somehow shape and form who you are. And I can tell you right now, if I hadn't taken that general bio class, other than it being a prerequisite to some amazing classes that I did take, it served no purpose in my life. None. And while I think everything happens for a reason, and I do believe in fate, I also believe that if I would have taken some time between high school and college, especially since I went into college very, very young, I went into college a year earlier than I should have, I wish I would have taken the time to figure out what I was passionate about and like worked through some of that trauma I was going through. Granted, I never would have knowing myself, but like read some books and learned about personal development and did a little bit of like a identity healing journey before I went and decided what I was going to do with the rest of my life and made all these hopes and dreams that weren't even like really my hopes and dreams. They just felt right for who I was at the time because I was really into like farming. I wore boots all the time and granted I will always be a cowgirl till the day I die because my family is country. That is not who I am now. I went into college thinking I was going to own a ranch one day in Wyoming and it was going to be great and I quickly realized that that was not the life for me because there was no money in it and I wanted financial freedom and it's taking that time to learn those things like okay well financial freedom doesn't mean owning a ranch so what does it mean? What makes me happy? I wish more kids focused on, and this is ironic a little bit, I wish more people and kids and young adults focused on themselves. And I don't mean in a selfish way, like whatever pleases them. I mean like your identity, who you are, what fires you up, what makes you super passionate. And I can honestly say, before I went to college, there was one thing that brought me happiness, and it was pole vault. I did so many freaking things. I did so many things in high school. So many. I had a boyfriend and I like lived this crazy life. I mean, traveling was awesome. Going to Europe was amazing. But the only thing that consistently felt like who I was in my heart and soul and that consistently challenged me in a way that I loved and I was passionate about and I loved was doing pole vault. It absolutely was. And I wish I would have gone to school and become a collegiate athlete for pole vault. I wasn't super amazing by any means, but if I would have had that, that would have made me feel so much better about life. But so many kids, I mean, at the time I didn't know it, but so many kids don't even focus on what makes them genuinely happy, like what they're passionate about. Do you play basketball because you have since you were two and your dad's the coach and your parents tell you that's what you need to do? Or do you play basketball because you absolutely love the grind and the hustle of the sport? So many kids cannot draw that line in the sand of who they are and then what the world expects of them. And I truly believe you have to figure out those lines and those boundaries, even if it's just a little bit before you commit to something as big and as expensive as college. Because crazy things happen in college, good and bad. If you know who you are, going to college is going to be so much more of a beneficial experience because you're going to be able to grow within yourself instead of discovering yourself and finding those boundaries because at that point there's people who are constantly crossing those boundaries and it makes it 10 times harder to figure out who you are and what the mass is in your life. 
drawing those lines like are you the kind of person who parties 24 7 and lives a very high-risk lifestyle no then maybe don't but it's easy to make that distinction before you get to college rather than when you're in college. And I'm not saying it's impossible to do it in college, but it's a lot freaking harder. It is so much harder if you don't know who you are in college and don't know where to draw those boundaries. And your entire life, you're going to look at those boundaries and you might redraw them. You might figure out who you are even more down the line in 10 years, five years, two years, maybe next week you figure out something very crucial to your identity. But You have to start somewhere, and that's where I'm trying to get. You have to take the first step to figuring out who you are before you get to college. Otherwise, college can be a complete waste. And there's a lot of people who aren't going to agree with me, but I'm talking specifically to people with trauma, people who are like your big go-getters, the people who know that they want more, but they don't know what that looks like. The people who really identify with, I don't know what I don't know, but I want to know it. I'm not talking about the people who graduated high school and they live in a small town and they're going to go to school at their local community college or nothing against community colleges, but it's close to home. So you chose the community college and you're going to, you know, get a degree and you're going to become a nurse. Maybe you're going to be an x-ray tech. I'm not talking to that person whatsoever. I'm talking to the people who don't know what they don't know, but they want to know. And if that resonates with you, then you're that person. If you're like, this lady is talking craziness, it's not for you. And finally, my last little thing as to why college is worth it is the connections. I mean, and this one I'm not going to get super ranty about or anything like that, but like the connections that you can get in college are incredible because you have people coming from first all over the country and in most cases all over the world to come work, learn, be part of, you know, whatever college you're attending. And I'm speaking mainly about universities. You can connect with so many people who know so many people who know so many people. I mean, especially in like the College of Business, you know, you make connections with your professors. Like there's a couple professors I absolutely adored and loved uh, when I was in college and there were some I obviously hated. But you make so many connections. So I worked at a ranch and it was a private guest ranch. And if you don't know what a guest ranch is, basically this ranch was owned by five very wealthy individuals and they could come to the ranch with however many guests they had and they would get, you know, amazing treatment. There was a whole barn with a barn staff. There was a dining hall, shooting range, a driving range. um, And one of the younger wealthy families I asked him I was like so like what do you do like do you own a business did you were you a founder of something like what's the deal and he's like and he spent the entire time when I first met him because I was his bartender talking about how he was so broke when he was I think in college that him and his friends went down to Aspen they skied all day and I think they like snuck into the ski resort because they had no money right they skied all day, and at the end of the day, instead of driving back home to Texas, they're like, okay, well, we need to stay somewhere, and we can't stay in the truck because it's too cold, we'll freeze, so they ended up sneaking into a hotel and, like, sleeping in crevices of this hotel, like, underneath the couch and behind the couch and, like, behind the curtains, like, in places that they thought they wouldn't get caught, and they ended up getting caught and were told to leave, but he was so broke, mind you, Like, this ranch, 
every property is different, but the starting price of the property was about $6 million. And then you paid annual dues, about $250,000 in dues to go towards, you know, the staff and the resources of this ranch. And this man was telling me that in college, him and his friends were too broke to afford a single night at a hotel. And back then, what, $50, I'm assuming, like back in the day, like in the 80s or 90s, had to have been like 50, 60 bucks. So him and all of his friends were so broke that they couldn't even afford 50 or 60 bucks for just one hotel room that they slept in this lobby. And I was like, so how did you make money and he's like well i went to school i got my degree i think he was a lawyer and he's like yeah and me and all my buddies we started this company and we made lots of money and we took risks and he's like it was just me and my friends from college and now you know we're, we all have our own other things that we take part in and i was like wow his connections in college the friends that he made like and now he's this incredibly wealthy like this place at this ranch was i think his third or fourth house in the United States like he had a couple other houses it was this was none of the family's full-time place it was like their lodge vacation house basically with like a full-time staff 24 7 and I was just like oh my gosh that is crazy incredible and that was the first time I really learned like how impactful those college connections could be and then ever since then all the people that I know like who are wealthy half of them attribute some of their success to the college connections that they have and oh they went to um, college with a buddy who now owns a multi-million dollar marketing business or you know maybe somebody in the music industry and they know somebody and so that they can get connections to you know whatever it's really incredible if you choose to go to college and utilize and think about making connections a lot of people don't and then they have their group that they met in college and their friends or whatever but there's also a skill to being able to go to college and connect with multiple people and have all of these crazy connections because you never know how they're going to serve you down the road. And I'm not saying that you should go to college and make friends with people just so that you can use them. But like I've said before, a good relationship by default, you should be able to rely on them, count on them, you know, have a good relationship that you can ask them for a favor as long as you're the kind of person who would do a favor in return. Like that's just a healthy friendship and a healthy connection. Being the type of person where somebody can call up and be like, hey, I need your help with this and being willing to, you know, help that person. And then in return, you can call up that person and be like, hey, do you know so-and-so? I really need his help on this project that I'm working on or whatever. You never know where a connection can take you or a relationship or a friendship. And college is a great place to make those connections because you are constantly going to be meeting new people and forced to interact with new people in a completely wild setting that you aren't really going to get any other place at any other point in your life. So for those of you keeping track, here are my three reasons why you should go to college. One is college will teach you how to learn. Two, you should go to college when you know what you want to do and if college aligns with that. You should never just go to college blindly. And three, go to college for connections. Because even if you're pursuing a degree that maybe you're not so passionate about, at the end of four years, you're going to have a degree. And if you're pursuing all of these connections, you're going to be a very, very well-connected person that could serve you in many ways down the road. And I think that there are, you know, reasons for other people to go to college. Maybe it's what's expected of them. And there's no hate to people who live their life for their parents. And well, I don't agree with it, if that's where you are 
happy and that's where you find your passion, then absolutely. But this has really been for, like I said, the people who don't know what they don't know, but they want to know and they have big goals and they have a big fire in their heart about pursuing things and wanting to really squeeze all they can out of life and out of college. If you like the podcast, I would greatly appreciate if you could take a screenshot and post it to social media and then tag me in it. I would be happy to repost it to my social media as well. Go ahead and leave a rate and review on the show and don't forget to follow so you can stay up to date on when new episodes are coming out.